Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Partially Optimistic Podcast. Uh, I'm Jay. I'm Kagan. I'm Caleb. And uh, <laughs> we're the Partially Optimistic Podcast. Partially Overly Optimistic. Partially, not the Partially Over Optimistic Podcast. That would not be good that, as far as the anagrams go. The Poop Podcast. Okay, we are. We're officially the Partially Overly Optimistic <laughs> Podcast. Perfect. All right. The perfect partially over optimistic podcast. Poop. Uh, ooh, poop. 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 Indeed. I like that. Well, basically, uh, today we're just going to discuss a couple of topics that are on our minds, day and night, keeping us awake. Cannot sleep. No sleep. The first Dude. one I'd like to bring up is uh, everything we post is online forever. Okay. And it doesn't matter if you put it on there and you delete it. It's just out there. And uh, there's several consequences to that, especially as we get into our podcasting hobby. You know that on Twitter, you what you can do is you can type your handle and then just type a word after it, and it'll show you your association with that word. Wow, so that probably explain some of you know the cancel culture and how people are finding all these risque old tweets of celebrities because all you have to do is say type a twitter handle of a famous celebrity and then some profanity after it yeah kevin hart homophobic (laughs) (laughs) exactly you can definitely and it's that easy to find someone to cancel that's what they did to uh brother nature um for those of you don't know who brother nature is he's that guy on twitter that he kind of got a name for himself hanging out with all these animals, uh, particularly this, like, doe named Canella. Just, <laughs> He's just feeding it. and wait, uh, Was it not, like, a constrained it, doe? He just hung out with a doe that happened yeah. to... Sh- okay. Sorry, doe. Yeah. A deer? A, a, a female, female deer. deer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he hung out with that this uh, doe, Canella, and other animals, and he just kind of became on Twitter known as Brother Nature. You know, he's kind of carrying, he's kind of carrying uh, what what Steve Irwin left. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. Even though, you know, Steve Big Irwin's call to put that is Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. We love you, Steve Irwin. Um, but I will say that he, he had some tweets in the past. He was talking about some sort of like Nazism or something like that oh. in a joking manner, but still it was just... It was like a little bit too too real, not too real, but too over the line. Yeah, and he just kind of they tried to cancel him. They were not successful. I think for the better because I feel like people can learn and grow from that. But um, it did hurt him a little bit. It hurt it hurt a lot of people's yeah. views for him. And so I just kind of I kind of think that no matter what you post, um, you kind of need to really take a step back and think about it. But yeah. also. Should it be possible for you to be canceled for some dumb thing you said a while ago? Like, I totally understand why that would happen. But also, you know, people change and all that jazz. Are people never allowed to be... Like, like Kevin Hart, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whatever. He's homophobic. But also, like, are we not giving him any room to be better than he was seven years ago? Well, he made, he made some homophobic comments. Um, and he is a comedian. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily meaning that that makes it okay. I mean, but it wasn't a joking manner. Um, and I would say that, yeah, I think you should have the ability to grow from it. But um, as I feel like we've discussed several times before, you do have to, there is maybe some justice to be brought, right? I mean, if you. Yeah, cancel culture has the benefit of taking down people who can be seen by the public as invincible. You know, Harvey Weinstein brought down by the Me Too movement, which is a kind of like a subset of cancel culture. And, you know, it, he probably wouldn't have been brought down otherwise unless it was called by the masses and large public outcry was brought up against him. That's true. But That's he's true. like a legitimately bad dude. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, who am I to say? But like, he's like, you know, <laughs> no, just, he wasn't getting any better. Yeah, yeah I think we stuff. can all agree he's a legitimately <laughs> bad dude. But he wasn't getting any better and stuff. Kevin Hart? This dude was like, you know, his worst crime that I was aware of was making, you know, being the same character in every single movie. Like, that's true. And he gets canceled or whatever years after he made these comments. Same with James Gunn. And like, I, I oh, watched yeah. this thing and read this thing. Like, he made Guardians of the Galaxy, a movie where 
people grow, like, just in general. Like, that's that's kind of, like, the point of the movies. And people were like, oh, well, I know that maybe you're a different person than you were when you made all these comments. But screw you, dude. You made them once. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not okay. It's like, he hadn't done anything in years that we're aware of. But he's, like, going to get canceled now because of this thing. It's like... Is there a statute on limitations for, you know, being a piece of trash? Like So, to play the worst role on any podcast, devil's advocate, well, uh, nobody likes those. Uh, do you have a place to judge the crimes if you're not really, like, the one affected by them? You know, you're not part of, if Kevin Hart made a bunch of homophobic comments on in the past, who are you as straight man to choose whether that's cancelable or not? That makes a lot of sense. I and I really I'm just a dude. So no, I have, <laughs> I have, I have no say in any of this. I'm just saying that I think I don't know. Like let's say if someone said <laughs> I something I think I just no I clue. Think, but I don't know. Um, that podcast right there. I don't know. <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, the new name Poop is out the window. Papu we are now out the, the window. We think but we don't know. <laughs> um, but if someone were to say something where, like, it would affect me and, like, they were to say something, like, racist. I can't think of someone who has been canceled for saying some racist remark. Can you guys think of something? That, that, could, be, that could be... It's not Betty White. I said this last time the conversation came up. It's no, not no, no. Betty White. She's no, what's an angel. Her name? Rose? Uh, no. No, it's not Ro- Rosie O'Donnell. Did Rosie say, O'Donnell. Did she... Was that... Did she Who's say a bunch of Whose cooking show got taken yes, away? It's that's who show. I'm thinking of. Whose cooking show got taken away, Jay? Oh my goodness. Don't pretend like you don't know, man. Just no, I... We all know who we're talking about. <laughs> Give that a quick Google search. We all know So, what you one of the... I looked this up recently, and basically she also at one point was asked... So what would you think of like a plantation style wedding? And she was just kind of like, oh, with like a like an all black service cast for it. Paula Dean. I see no problem with this. Paula, Paula Dean. Dean. You know what I typed? You know what I googled? I just cook. I, I googled <laughs> racist cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of the whole show. Just, <laughs> it was just, Paula Dean show never once about food. It was just a lot more of her being like, only these kind of people would eat this meal. I feel like these are interesting discussions that that should be talked about even further, dive deeper into. But if we bring it back to the smaller scale, as far as like, like what is something that you, Caleb, or you, Kagan, can post that could potentially hurt you in the future? Yes, it could hurt you if you maybe come on the rise. I don't know, maybe doing like a wildly successful podcast show or something. I mean, obviously, yeah. Um, I mean, that's because that's something that's, you know, relatable. We're going to have to deal with it. Um, yeah. I literally, so this is my thing. So uh, I am I am Christian, and I have Christian values, I guess. And that's not okay sometimes. Like, the world that we live in now, you can't, like, just be the dude that says, like, oh, this is what the Bible says. Because, like, like that's, you know, it's, like, people that, like, are thinking against you, and you're, like, it's, like, the same people who, you, who you're, like, man, it's crazy that you're racist because you've lived in this world for your whole life, and it's you you can see where it's going, so I don't understand how you're racist. Mm. That's how I feel sometimes with certain things that I'm not going to bring up right now. But it's important that you, because no matter what, no matter what uh, you like believe or whatever, like as a Christian, you need to like you know love people first and like realize that whatever they're going through or who they are as a person doesn't condemn them or anything like that. Yeah. And so you, you get the loud Christians who are just saying everyone's going to go to hell and I hate everyone and I'm not going to serve you or whatever because this I get to make those decisions. And I feel like those people are wrong. But if I associate myself as with Christians in general, I feel like at some point that could, you know, it could suck for me. People will just make assumptions about me. That's the only one personally yeah. that I feel. I feel like uh, assumptions can definitely be made uh, about someone uh, knowing about their background, not having met the person or yeah, met yeah. the person. You could think some you you could meet a person and you could be totally cool with how they are and how they act toward you and then you realize like oh, you know, like maybe they're of this religion and and you know like or they're they are of this, you know, sexual orientation. And yeah. there are certain people out there who will take a look at those things and and maybe kind of have their perceptions changed about these kind of people. Yeah, cuz it's like an assumption of like a hate that you have just because like maybe you disagree with somebody but like 
you don't disagree with people on every like single thing. It's just like it, yeah, it's the assumptions, and that that could cancel me one day. Who knows? I don't know what I would say. I don't know what you know. I would get go off about and be like this is just what I think, and people would be like he's a piece of trash. Cancel him. Cancel the and his friends. Yeah, and his friends on the Poop Poop <laughs> podcast. I, you know, from the moment they said the name, I was like, this is going to be crap. <laughs> so, on a slightly different note, as I'm applying to a lot of jobs recently, I'm a soon-to-be college graduate. We get it's a so huge flex. Uh, in the case that this podcast doesn't work out as a form of employment. Because this is uh, number one. <laughs> it's literally... Then it's, it's not number one. It's not missing, number one, He's actually. missing an exam to do this right now. Okay, <laughs> it's actually not number one. It's number two. Oh. Ooh. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Because it's poop. Okay. Coming to your so. ears. <laughs> poop. Straight into the ear. Ear, ear soft. The speed of sound. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so... As I'm applying at companies, a lot of my courses right now revolve around how to properly make yourself look approachable to these companies. And the most often reaction is, okay, I need to make my LinkedIn acceptable to these employers. But it's going beyond that at this point to Facebook, your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these employers are looking at your past history on these sites, checking if you're a reasonable person. And one guy's reaction to that in one of my courses was, what if I just don't have a Facebook or an Instagram so I could just avoid them seeing anything I, uh, they might dislike? Just delete well, it real quick. Just get rid of your Instagram and your Facebook or just never make one. You could archive some of those things. The thing is, the, one of the speakers talking to us said, that's even worse. Do you look like you're an anti-social person like you don't like to have friends or keep in contact with friends that it just presents a bad image if you're just not uh having these common forms of social media mm. so it's a lose-lose situation unless you just create this facebook that you intend from seventh grade to tailor to corporations when you're older or something like that That's if true. companies are doing that far back they're probably skimming very quickly but you, it's reaching a point where you have to make sure all of your online presence is approachable to these companies, especially if you need something like a security clearance at some of these companies. You can't form a strong political leaning in that case on Facebook. Absolutely. And, you know, you really think about what are the things that people can see. If your Facebook is set to private, yeah. um, only your friends and family can see it. Um, but what can people see? Photos of you. I feel like that's one of the first things when you're when you look up something, uh, maybe they made it so you can't look at their albums or their or their pictures. You can only look at their profile pictures, their cover photos, and photos they've been tagged in. Yeah. And so in that case, you know, what if someone else has a picture of you that they find funny and postable, and you know, maybe even even acceptable for online. Like look at this. Look at he's he's. Taking like two shots at once and he looks, <laughs> he looks funny. He looks like he's having a good time. But other people see that, like companies and stuff like that. And, and if they, you privatize your account, then those tagged photos are going to be the only things showing up to them. So it goes beyond you tailoring your Facebook. It goes to you making sure that your friends are respecting your fa- your very tailored Facebook but as you well. Know, you know what bothers me about all that? It's... You're expecting perfection out of just real people who are just people. If these CEOs that are, you know, 50 or whatever right now, if they had that when they were kids, they, it would suck. They wouldn't be in the position they're at. A lot of racism. Yeah, oh, so yeah. it's like, why Why in the world... Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Justin Trudeau. A name just that, that I've heard several times, but I'm not aware of. The so, Canadian Prime Minister, you madman. Yeah, man, how do I, how do I live on this planet? Just Name like, the Mexican president right now. You got it. I'll be... No... Albino, Al- 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he was like, eh, "We'll skip America, go down no, no, to Mexico." Go a little more south. <laughs> but um, so it's just weird because like it's these people who are like, "Oh, we only want the best for our company," and it's like, dude, you don't know the person based on their social media. And even so, you should be entitled a private life outside of the workspace. Yeah, a racist private life. I, like, if, just, if, if you choose to be racist, 
<laughs> Gay and guy endorses racism. Oh, Behind closed shit. doors converge. <laughs> letting everybody know. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> It's all right. There's like a thousand Kagan guys. So <laughs> to hide. Yeah, they, they weren't supposed to know our last names until episode 100. Dang. <laughs> it's okay. They don't know how old we are. That's fine. But I absolutely agree. Um, there has to be... Should there be a discussion? on? So, so should someone just be required to play the game in a sense where it's like, you know, if I am trying to gear for a higher paying job or a higher, you know, something that needs security clearance or something like that, you should to I... say, NASA, this post you can look at at the beginning of every single exactly. description. Well, should I be it. like, should I live my entire life accordingly uh, based on what I what I post uh, and stuff like that? Or does there need to be this uh, society-wide discussion on certain things like we should be, we should have the right to our own private life in certain things online. I think at a certain point, it's absolutely necessary. If you're giving somebody a job, such as the President of the United States, you probably want access to look at his background and look at his posts in the past. If he was making a lot of racist posts, you probably want to know about that. But do you guys have... Well, maybe you don't need to, you don't need to explain. No, I'll explain. To... Whatever this is, I'm going to answer. No, do you guys have Finstas? What? I do not have a fence, uh, and he is a boomer, so no. What is a fence? <laughs> you kids and your separate little, I don't understand where it's your words another, are coming from. A finsta is essentially a fake insta. No, but I have a linsta. A linsta? It's a fake LinkedIn. <laughs> what the other No, I, I, a, I have one to hang out with the corporate a, bros, and then I have another one to associate with the corporate A flinkton. What's a fake Facebook then? We're not clever enough for this. Uh, <laughs> a double F Facebook. Well, I do have a FewTube. Uh, <laughs> YouTube channel. And nobody got to know about what I'm watching. This is oh. definitely going on my podcast. What is <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of a Finsta? Well, from my understanding, because I also don't have a Finsta. He says. But I know. <laughs> you lie. That you guys know of. Um, but there, there are p- plenty of people I know who have Finstas because they have their original Instagram account that they created however many years ago. Inst- I didn't start using Instagram, I think, until 2012. Yeah, I mean, come on. So, you know, back in the old, so late he the had party. the old UI. When was it? When was the right time to get to the party? No what was the start of this party? No one gave me an invitation there. I'm more like, wait, you don't have one? I'm like, well, I guess I better fix that. Um, I think Instagram came out in 2011. I came onto the yeah. scene in 2012. Fuck. People suck and we're done with that topic now. Poop. <laughs> poop, poop. So, I'm going to start off with a banger of a sentence. So, today, 95% of food waste in Korea is recycled. Now, try and think of like how much in America is probably not just thrown in a landfill. Or let's think about it like this. What in the world do you mean food waste is recycled? What does that mean? So people are just eating other people's people just burgers? Like, grab it right out of the trash and they're like, that's looking like oh, a snack. So you mean that <laughs> <laughs> this is literally snack size now yeah. because the last person ate part of it. <laughs> 90%, 95% of food waste is recycled into compost, animal feed, methane gas, or solid fuel. Isn't methane gas bad? Methane gas is a form of energy. It's not the cleanest of energy, but it's cleaner than coal. But aren't cows farting a lot and ruining the ozone? Am I thinking of the wrong thing? No, you're thinking of methane, but yeah, yeah. But it's also a very harnessable energy source. And, you know, while we don't currently have 100% solar power energy... uh, Why don't we just put in a big roof over the cows in harnessing the methane gas if it's such an issue? Okay, dude. You think I'm an electrical engineer or something? You're right. That would be the exact (laughs) thing. (laughs) Uh, For those listening... If I could have I am an electrical engineer. If I could have a tube reaching to the bottom of my seat, I can definitely give myself... A couple extra miles. I'm <laughs> so mad with how this conversation is turned. <laughs> I was ready to. Just like, but what about farts, dude? <laughs> okay, ninety-five percent. That is a lot. That is that is so that is near perfect. I mean, ninety-five percent. That's an A. America is known for just throwing out ridiculous amounts of food. We've all worked at Target 
and we've seen what happens in the grocery all department. All secrets, man. I'm throwing away all the personal information. <laughs> you bring me on. Uh, here's my social security number. Uh, but okay, so call me. That is a fascinating statistic. Do you have the one for America? Because I don't think it's anywhere near. I do not, and I'm so upset you <laughs> called me out on this. Actually, I have it right here. It's twelve percent. Yeah, I just checked my. Definitely watch. not making that number. <laughs> it's just check my. Seven oh nine. So, <laughs> but when my girlfriend, uh, Korean national, visited and America, he has a girlfriend. Man, perfect, Caleb <laughs> over here. Just adding. I'm an electrical I have a girlfriend. Did I mention I hit the gym today? Oh, oh my man. god. <laughs> uh, but when my girlfriend visited recently, she was um just so uncomfortable when we went to a restaurant, and she had to just throw her leftover food in the regular trash bin she thought it was the grossest and strangest thing to her super important question what was the restaurant but don't say the real one say something like super close but like not quite uh florist home florist home <laughs> florist home you guys this, probably just don't know the restaurant. Why does restaurant? it matter? <laughs> is it a local restaurant? <laughs> yes, it's a local like, restaurant. I thought you were going to say like Kicked Monolds or something Can like you that. think of like any <laughs> Kicked Monolds? Nowhere else in America has a McDonald's. You heard it here Whoa, first. <laughs> Whoa, don't just give us away. Like, so we're Americans now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's... <laughs> Caleb, that is fascinating, all right? I'm just trying to think. So, anyway, she found it disgusting. So how it works in Korea is you have to go to the store by law and purchase biodegradable bags, and you have to throw your leftover food waste in these bags. Californians still complain about paying 10 cents for plastic bags. That's crazy. And you're going to make them pay for biodegradable bags that they are forced by law to go and get? Yes. No wonder America hasn't done it. <laughs> isn't there like a country in like Europe that will give you change every time you, you just get, or like they'll give you back something every time you throw away, even just like a bottle. So Korea is kind of like the opposite in that, in the, if they don't, if you don't do the service, they'll just find the shit out of you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they find the find heck out of you guys. My, watch my profanity. Uh, <laughs> oh, profanity. <laughs> so they, in some like apartment complexes to deal with this they've also like implemented scales to measure the amount of waste that you're producing to cut that number that 95 percent to get it even higher up so you measure how much and you're charged for how much food waste you produce so what's the most viable solution if you're being charged for food waste that you're producing don't produce food waste there's like the government's real involved in these people's lives. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. Hmm. Shouldn't you Is have it, the freedom to be a piece of trash? I mean, if you being the piece of trash that you are, okay, me specifically. Uh is affecting other people and harming their lives like you know, food waste stacking up in garbage dumps is a real problem. Maybe there's a ba- maybe there's got to be something in between. Cuz I feel like there is a there is a probably a basic human responsibility to maintain the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At the same time though, you make an interesting point. If you, you know, maybe not everyone's up for being fined every time they want to use just like one or two extra paper towels. Well, we find people for littering. That is true. This is my thing though, is like, I feel like the option should be given and the government should pay for it. And then, like, once the option is given to us, I feel like a lot of people will take advantage of it. It's That's like the most boomer thing I've ever heard you say. And the government should pay for it. The government. government. Maybe there needs to be, if, if they're going to do something like that, they need to give us the absolute easiest ways to be able to um, recycle. Is it recycle? Yeah. Reverse. I think it's recipe. <laughs> it reduce. It's a, no, I think it's a reuse. <laughs> Whatever the triple R's are. Um, <laughs> You, there needs to be a way where, like, free of charge, like, you go in, you get one, the same place you get, like, your license or something, like, or the post office, just take a recycling bin or something like that. Yeah. Um, which those could probably be wasted in a landfill also. But maybe yeah. uh, a biodegradable, some sort of thing. Yeah. I, think I mean, but you have the option to not be charged. The option is, what the, use your food that you're purchasing. Oh, would oh. you Would you approve more of a system where you're given money 
like say like how some people receive money for turning in soda cans mm-hmm. you're given money for the amount of weight of actually I can't even think of a way to implement that you system know, some won't. way of giving you money maybe just a few quarters back from some sort of machine over the course of a month I want to be very clear that I think it's cool what Korea is doing I'm sure. I, like, I no, I really do. <laughs> but I when just, does it like, impede on individual liberty? That's what I'm saying is, like, I just... I'm speaking as a poor person who cannot yeah. handle being fined for accidentally letting bread go bad. Like, I don't understand what you get fined for. So, like, if you threw away a pizza in the trash, what's... what? How do they know you did it? Like, I'm confused. Well, usually they'll find the apartment complex. Oh. That's at when I was living in my dorm, they said that they would find hold on the dormitory. Hold, hold on. Oh. Yes. So you were in Korea. I don't know if you know this. So but I studied abroad in South oh Korea. Oh my goodness. So you actually were there. You're so well traveled. You know how not funny this kid is <laughs> because no one listening will understand that this it'll, is a running joke. It'll be funny in seven episodes. Yeah, in seven episodes, yeah, when Korea gets brought up. It up. <laughs> when Korea gets brought up four more times, and then people will be like, "Oh, I think this guy's got a fascination with Korea." Because we know for sure that he's going to be talking about Korea. So I, I think to kind of sum up what you're saying is that there needs to be something that brings us maybe closer. It doesn't have to necessarily be closer to South Korea in their way, in the way they go about it, but maybe something that brings us closer to South Korea in the way that we should be trying to get as close to, everyone should be trying to get as close to 100% of using their food uh, yeah. when they can. What food does that waste? mean? Smaller, smaller packaging, maybe? I mean, like, there But that are, would just increase the amount of packaging that people are using, true. increasing regular... I was just wondering place. if there's a right answer to this, Caleb. I think that Korea has the best answer to this. Okay. Okay. And again, South I think Korea. it's super cool. Yeah. It's just... South Korea. I'm so poor. So yes. like, let's say I buy food and maybe this will make me stop buying food. Maybe there's just so many benefits and I'm just not in Korea. Intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. So here's the thing. Don't. I think it led to people being more responsible with their purchases at the grocery store. They thought more about it when they purchased meats or vegetables. They were... They wouldn't just buy a bunch in bulk because they know if they go bad, then they're not just paying for food they just wasted money on because they purchased produce that went bad. They can't eat it. They're also going to have to pay for these bags. You know what By I'm the saying? way, these bags are incredibly cheap. I was going to say, you know what I'm thinking too is that I don't think, and I don't know for sure, I don't believe that these fines are like outrageous. Yeah. They're probably something along the lines of what we pay for um, in taxes for like the garbage man to come come around, you know? Actually, uh, oh, no. the, the costs for the bags are incredibly cheap. Interesting. The, from my memory, I might be wrong on this, you were in Korea. but my memory when I was in Korea was <laughs> that... like that every time. <laughs> was that it could cost thousands of equivalent USD for if you were messing this up. That was to our dormitory. So maybe it's less for an individual home. But for our dormitory, if the dorm was caught throwing trash in the regular recycling and whatnot, then it would be, that would be on them. That would be a thousand or and, two, okay, couple so thousand dollar fine. What exactly can you do to like, let's like let's say I have... Um, I, I ordered a pizza and I ate half of it. It's been sitting in the fridge for two weeks. I don't want it anymore. What do I do to not get fined? You go to any of the numerous convenience stores, the grocery store. You buy, I think it's like 10 bags for a dollar. They're pretty small bags is a thing because, you know, you want to fill it up. You want to get it out, out of your house. It's rotting food. Mm-hmm. So you put it in there. You bring it downstairs. You throw it in the trash bin downstairs. The trash bin meant for organic you know, compost, compost so material. Just another. It's just another. It's just another trash can. Yes, yeah. is a recycle and then a weight food waste. They have their multiple forms of recycling. It, is, that I'm saying, not is it particular? Into. So let's say you have chicken, like just. Let, let's say you have the the best chicken you can have, like like the non GMO free range, like super organic, like yeah. put it in the ground. You grow a chicken tree. Yeah. Type stuff. Pick the chickens when they're ripe. 
Yep, exactly. And let's say you, you want to throw that away, and that will go into the ground just fine. You know, they'll just, they'll just decompose. But let's say you also have, like, some Sunny D that you're trying to toss out also. Mm-hmm. And that Sunny D is, like, 95% not juice. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, like, other chemicals and stuff like that. Can that still be... That like, would go in the food waste bin. I'm not sure what that exactly means. Liquids usually okay. This gets you're getting in some funky territories now. <laughs> Interesting. So, I typically I just would probably pour them down the drain. This I mean, like when you have like trash here, what do you do with your what do you do with your old drinks when you like when they go bad here in America? Water doesn't go bad. Uh, he only drinks water. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like I guess Mr. Mountain Dew himself. Yeah, Mr. Mountain Dew himself. drinks water. But uh, I just like I guess I would just throw it down the thing. But so I'm not going to be charged for dumping that down. No, absolutely. But, but maybe juice is not a good example. Like you got okay. So you got your fresh milk. Your freshly what do you rotting do with chicken. Curdled milk. Your freshly rotting chicken, and then you have maybe like a like a candy bar. Or not the candy bar. Well, <laughs> like something it, that's just even just, if it's something that's mainly <laughs> not you know natural, not like a fruit or something like that, an organic piece of fruit, it's still gonna go in the food waste bin. After that point, I'm not entirely sure what they do with it. it probably gets separated based on type what about of things food like wrappers and stuff like you have to ra- you have to take the wrapper off. You take the wrappers off. You take any non organic material off. Of it. All right, fine. Curdled milk. Curdled milk. I you mean, can't if it's, pour it down the drain. Then so, it's probably at a pretty solid state that you can just pour it in the back. Oh, but it's barely solid. Like there is mostly liquid, but fill there's that, some crap at the bottom. Fill that, fill that bag up with gross milk, and it's not gonna seep through. What kind of bags of these. I mean, it's the canvas bags, aren't they? I mean, it's not gonna. It's not canvas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so expensive. Just everybody has to go to the dollar store. And, uh, it's, a re- it's a recycled fishnet. <laughs> That's the reuse part. That's not the recycled part. That's the reuse in the fishnet. But with... Okay, you guys are ruining no, this great no, idea no. South Korea's had. To, that's worked. So it's, it's worked. I just have questions. I'm honestly more on board with it now. The fact that it's just another if thing... If you're Korean and currently even live in Korea, please hop on our podcast and answer our dumb Ooh, questions. Please message us. Yeah, call to action. We'll provide it. We'll provide it down in the. Not like I'm gonna call my girlfriend or anything like that. That would be ridiculous. Caleb has a girlfriend. We get it. Jesus. So great. life is perfect. It's so great. <laughs> but uh, okay, no, I'm way more on board. Like immediately, I was against it. But yeah. now that you've talked me through it a little bit, I, you know, it's just another trash thing. It's just another set of bags to buy. Like yeah, it's know, not like I totally understand. It's not like the government supplies your regular trash bags as yeah, is. It's just so you're just buying yeah. a different set of trash bags. So. To I'm totally chill. I think if we think of it more big picture, as far as what they're trying to do, I think reaching that 95% lowering food waste and stuff like that, I think is an excellent thing to do. But we produce so much food. So, like, if we started doing that, like, that would be, like, a huge impact. I think that would be really cool. And I think people would be down for it, too. There just has to be systems to be able to... I've done a 180. I'm all for this. It's me and Caleb against UJ. Oh, so <laughs> I looked it up. According to one article, 40% as of 2012, 40% of American food is Better wasted. Better than I thought. Bet was wasted? Is wasted. So almost so half of the food, 60% is eaten. What do you mean? What happens to the other 60%? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so when, you go to, when 95% is recycled in Korea? That means 5% is just getting tossed out. So it's not going to the proper source. So however much of it is eaten in Korea, and then the rest of it up to ninety five. Wait, well, now you got me doing like some intricate math. I'm like that one math meme with. Well, I mean, you just it. made me seem like an idiot, so I just want to throw it right back just at me. Throw I see. a dunce no, cap on the electrical I, engineer. So forty. So forty percent. That's not as bad as I thought. I thought I, it was gonna be like fifteen. I, yeah, maybe. I thought it was gonna be less than. Like I, I literally thought like. 99% of our food for some reason so wasted. <laughs> <laughs> you think about how much they put in the grocery stores? The statistic, though, with Korea we were looking at isn't the amount of food waste they produce. It's about the amount of food waste that is recycled. So none of the – not probably like 1% of the food waste in America, probably less than that, is actually reused in a good way. Well, it all I'm ends saying. up at the dump. That's what I'm So saying. does Korea actually produce less food waste than us? That's I'm sure since it you have to put it in a separate bin, it probably encourages you to make less food waste. 
Well, like, the fines probably encourage the making less food waste more than anything. I like that, though. Let's do it. Stop um, Trump wasting foods. Trump, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, so now uh, you're naming the year we're in. Crap. The four years that we're in. Oh, gosh. Eight? Oh. So now you're in the first <laughs> term we're in. <laughs> this is coming on ten years. But, uh, no, it's just president? <laughs> oh, you mean the billionaire? <laughs> Okay, so for a second, I like I looked up food waste percentage in Korea real quick, and immediately I got forty percent. I was like, "Oh, that just threw everything out yeah, the so window." So what you're saying is no but, this matters. But, they just no, have it, thing. Forty percent of the rubbish thrown out each day is food waste. We're gonna pretend so that, that is just say rubbish. This is America. I'm just reading what the article told me, but I also don't trust the British, so I guess I shouldn't really trust this article. And there goes a <laughs> percentage of the audience. Um, well, since you said that we have the same amount as 40 and 40, I guess we're doing just fine. But all of our food waste is going directly into a landfill while their food waste is getting actually used in Who's doing reasonable that? ways. But creating more jobs. Like, <laughs> they, do they just have, like... Dude, okay, so this will... is one of the strangest things I saw when I was in Korea. Uh, you were in Korea? I was in Korea. When I was over there, they have these nice older women, Ajumas that just kind of walk around and they just kind of look through your trash and make sure everything's recycled correctly. Oh, I so don't, they got snitches. That's they got dope. snitches. That's I don't dope. really know who these Ajumas worked for, if they worked for the government. I love something about saying work for the government. It makes them sound like there's some CIA operative try or something saying, like that. Try saying the government much. instead. The government. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or if they worked for like a building to make sure that you know, our building wasn't getting fined and they were just double-checking our stuff. So they were paid for that? I don't know who at what level and when checks over the trash to make sure of this, but they said that they had been fined in the past. So somebody is checking this over and fines are happening. Hmm. If you live in South Korea, please let us know. Or not. Who cares? Um, we'll leave our uh, films <laughs> okay. right here. All right, <laughs> and you lost a South Korean audience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> went over there, stole your good ideas, and came back and is now trying to implement them into America. In America, we call that appropriation. Uh, <laughs> oh, in America, we call that This is life. good appropriation, though. This and is I think <laughs> we should appropriate some of this. <laughs> J for appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I think we should uh, send it to another break. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so look. <laughs> Jay does not support appropriation. <laughs> We've discussed it. <laughs> and as a podcast, as the Papoop podcast, the Papoop. we've decided that Jay doesn't... We've decided. We come to terms. Anyway. We're aware that everything that goes online stays <laughs> online. So in we'd like to apologize in case in you're just tuning in. I like, you know, like myself, I like to listen to podcasts halfway through and then go to the beginning. Yeah. You want Tarantino this? Tarantino? Tarantino. Ooh. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so while talking about cultural appropriation, I would like to bring up something that has nothing to do with cultural appropriation. Interesting choice. Um, I was thinking the other day that I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's weird that it, the whole world is owned by like four companies. I think that's very strange. What do you mean, is it good or bad? <laughs> I'm, I'm dying to hear your argument for well, it being okay, good. Okay, when I say four companies, that's an exaggeration. Of course. Um, it's, I looked it's at the website. It's actually five. And it's, <laughs> it's broken down into like, you got like banks, media, food, like all that kind yeah. of stuff. And there's just a few corporations that are like the parent companies for all that. And so, for example, the fact that like... Like, with banks, it's like one is, one kind of is in charge of most of one country, which I don't think is the worst thing in the world. But when you talk about, like, media, for example, it's real funny to make jokes about Disney owning everything. Yeah. But, like, what happens when Disney owns everything? <laughs> like, if, right, like, right now, most of the good stuff we watch is Disney. Like, yeah. it just is. And I think it's really weird because eventually it's going to be, like, like, they don't even know... They were confused about whether or not Deadpool would be R-rated. The third one. That's yeah. insane. It's just... It should be. Like, that's just what the character Media is. becomes more homogenized with less companies. We get it. And there's... You no know $10 With words. less companies involved and less competition, ideas become less and less creative and less innovation is made, typically. And I feel like that's been happening. Mm -hmm. 
A hundred percent. Like with movies, people are just making safe movies. It's all the Marvel same movies movie. are great, but they're incredibly safe. Yes, yes, exactly. That's true. And like they're doing that with just regular. Like you look right now. It's a challenge at all the movies that are coming out this month. They're. I mean, it's January, so they're not good ones. But like, if you look at oh gosh, <laughs> but uh, if you if you look at the movies that are coming out in a year, most of them are gonna be just. Oh, this is the, you know, this is an action movie. The plot is very, it's whatever. We just have a bunch of cool stuff we want to blow up, and we thought that we'd make a movie for it. And I think that that sucks. Like, because you have movie companies who aren't taking any risks because they're like, this is what makes the most money. This is what makes the most money. You just got to do this, and then this, and then this. And then you have a thousand movies that are the same. And then you get a movie like Joker, for example, which has come out recently or not, because who knows what year or time it is. Um, I think that that is a fine, it's an okay movie. People were like, oh, it's so great, it's so good. Really, mm. it's just different than what you've seen. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'm not a movie critic, it was fine. Joaquin Phoenix is... He was, he, was great. he was good. I liked his brother, too. He was really Rivers Phoenix. Yeah. 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 He was, this is just the relatable podcast. Like, somebody, if they do listen to this, they're just going to be in their car like, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Subscribe. What we got to do is we got to just say the safest stuff. That way we can make the most money... Avengers is good. <laughs> but, um, like, I genuinely think that movie, for one, it, there was some cool stuff that they did. It was, like, genuinely hard to watch. You know, it was supposed to be, like... And they, they just did really cool stuff. But, like, I'm not going to watch it again. Like, yeah. I don't really Incredibly care forgettable. Yeah, like, it's just... it's It was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Well, like, it, there's a reason uh-huh. Disney movies hasn't haven't gone in heavy award recognition because they're relatively forgettable experiences besides the ones that we feel some sort of nostalgia for probably like i love iron man one but i realize that a lot of that is due to nostalgia well i mean iron man one might be a good movie i don't know what you're saying that (laughs) anyway um so i just think that it's weird i think it really comes you might get into a lot of trouble when it comes to like new like i think banking is also a big one where you can come into problems because that's i mean that's the whole thing with like you know, the recession that we had, um, like that was, you know, with all the banks, the housing mobile. Yeah, exactly. And so I feel like with news, you could really run into some trouble because if certain news organizations are all owned by these, by these one or two companies, you know, you're really, you're not getting the most unbiased, uh, stories and you might be getting something that's, uh, you know, maybe it's a story about something, but the way that it's spun or that it's spinned, Span, spun, spun, span, spun, C-span, span. The way you th- that people spin it uh, might be more pleasant to this one company that owns that news organization mm. and also owns maybe the organization that's being attacked on by the story. And Absolutely, like, the Las Vegas Daily newspaper that my dad reads. He's been reading it for more than a decade. Uh, I can't remember exactly how long ago, but it was purchased by a relatively conservative figure and my dad's a pretty liberal person so it kind of destroyed the newspaper when everything started taking a very biased turn over time once it was bought out by this millionaire dang and also with you know disney owning espn yeah all the ex-football players are now saying oh man he's like a hercules on the field you just want us to go and watch your freaking so on a slightly slightly note from actual media one of the biggest changes from kind of the monopolization of industries is with airliners in the early 2000s there was not a checked baggage fee this was another thing that heather thought was insane when she got here who's heather my girlfriend from Korea. Oh. Because I visited Korea. Oh. <laughs> so she tells us about that sometimes. <laughs> I'll make sure to mention it. It's so uninteresting. I mean, So, <laughs> as she got here, she had to board her American Airlines flight. Please sponsor us. Uh, so and nice. <laughs> she was charged a $30 baggage, checked baggage fee. She thought that was crazy. And in the early 2000s, it wasn't like that. And most Americans reacted the same. But... The few airline companies, one company decided that there should be a checked baggage fee. And because there weren't, there were such a limited amount of airliners, everybody else kind of was like, yeah, that's a quick may- way to make some cash. 
if there were less, if there were more competition, then there would have been outliers and some people would turn to those companies and buy their tickets because they don't have the check baggage fee and that company would do better because they don't have that fee. But because of the limits on competition, this idea of charging $35 or $30 for checked baggage has become completely normalized. And that's purely because of the monopolization of these companies. And they can be pushed out really easily. I mean, I'm an economics major. I'm not. But, like, it can be pushed out really easy because if a new company comes in, they have to charge a little bit more because they're on their own and they're not, like, part of these big things. And then they're immediately like, well, why would we pay more for that when we could just... That crappier flight with the smaller planes when we could just go with something like American Airlines. And, like, does it affect us with, like, the, you know, four things that own all the food in the world? Like... Like, are, is competition just made up and they're just all slowly raising their prices instead yeah. of making us, like... I mean, um, that's... They absolutely could if they wanted to. Where is my $5 footlong? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? We're officially up to a $6 footlong. They got... So they got ri- Dude, at least. They got, <laughs> at rid- least. they got rid of the $5 footlong and then slowly but surely... You know, they, they what they had was that on certain days... Monday through yeah. Sunday, every day. Why am I? Why do Monday even, through why Sunday. I didn't even name that. Um, there would be a different sandwich that was worth five dollars for footlong. Any other day that that sandwich wasn't featured on, that you would have to just pay full price, which is like eight bucks for it. So I would always go on the specific days that I wanted that particular sandwich and pay five bucks. And then they got rid of that. So now no sandwich is five bucks for a footlong. And they're just waiting until all of us die and forget that there was ever a footlong for five dollars. They're just waiting for the day. All these kids nowadays with their finstas. Remember when McDonald's used to have a dollar menu? Man, I just called out McDonald's. I'm sorry. Yeah, because they deserved (laughs) it. All right. Why is a McDouble now three dollars? That's ridiculous. I thought I was losing my mind when like a McDouble was three dollars. You know how many spicy McChickens I've had? Yeah. Several. Several because I can't have a double cheeseburger <laughs> for a dollar. And it's because they don't do the frozen stuff anymore. Dude, did I ever go to McDonald's so that I had so that I could have some fresh beef? Get out of here. Get over yourself, McDonald's. <laughs> we all know what you are, all right? So bring your prices back down and keep taking my money. You know, if if you know like when, when Wendy's was like advertising their um fresh never frozen kind of thing. Mm. Like our beef is fresh never frozen. They can literally put their beef at 33 degrees and say fresh, never frozen. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not technically at freezing temperatures. So, I want to ask, we've discussed the problem. What, as a consumer, can you do to make your voice heard with things like this? Oh, okay. Realistic- it's very easy to complain. Yeah, realistically, nothing. Um, <laughs> You could go to Wendy's and yell at their Twitter person because he's such a savage. Well, I'd say one of the best things that you can do, which is going to sound so, so hipster, is shop local. One of the best things you can do is support those small businesses. Even if they have slightly higher prices, they're probably not engaging in some of the poor business practices. And as they get to a slightly bigger stage, they'll be able to lower those prices as they start buying inventory in bulk and are able to do bigger business plans. I think that's an excellent idea. That actually reminds me of a point I wanted to make, is that how do these companies become owned under the four or five whatever companies there are? And I think a lot of it has to do with, you. let's say you create your own company. You make your own business, and you get pretty big, you get popular. Maybe you open up a franchise, you, know, you open up a couple things, and then let, let, let's say this is like fast food or something like that, and then you get bought out. Yeah. They offer you a deal that they can afford as a company um, that is like pocket change to them. But to you, this this deal, if you let us own your restaurant, your super, super, super grand, grand, grandkids will yeah. be set for life. Well, you, you know, go- what are you supposed to do? I mean, you're on the one hand, maybe you want to kind of keep this business and it's yours and it's organic and it's uh, or organic, like in its inception and all that stuff and maybe practices. Um, but on the other hand, it's like, unfortunately, money controls so much of the world that to guarantee that my family's down the line and my generations and stuff like that will be safe and I will be so comfortable. I could buy a mansion and all that stuff. Um, that, that might be something that is part of the reason why these big companies are as powerful as they are because they have that money to be able to buy out any other company that starts to compete. So... 
being bought out. It's typically a voluntary thing, but it can happen because your business is going under and you need financial support. And usually that can come in the, you get some rights to the company and, you know, a lot of the rights get handed over to a larger company. But that won't won't always necessarily happen. (laughs) (laughs) That won't always necessarily happen if you're voting with your wallet with somebody who values their principles over their profits. But it's like their kid maybe won't value their principles. You can't see into the heads of these CEOs. I'm sure everybody who was voting with their wallets towards this local company based in California in the 1980s, maybe you've heard of it, Whole Foods. Uh, As it expanded, they were probably thinking this is a company that values its principles over its profit margins. And now I went there for the first time recently and oh my gosh, everything is so expensive and there's just Amazon Prime things everywhere. And I swear to God, Jeff Bezos was going to come around the corner and throw some salsa in my cart or something like that. And you would buy it too, huh? It was, uh, and I would buy it. I would just say, okay, <laughs> Jeff, you knew about my prime benefits. I'll take it. But I'm sure everybody, when they were voting with their wallets, thought this is a respectable company. And then Whole Foods ended up selling itself to Amazon and became part of a larger business structure. So and should we, like, is there a point even in investing locally? Or can you, like, can you be like, oh, okay, you know what? You got up and you... Turn, you franchised it and you turned into this big thing, so I'm going to go to the next local one and deal with it. There. I feel like that's possibly the only best solution because there has to be some of those companies that don't expand to that great of a level. But then you're spending I feel extra like money the whole you're time. Do, you're doing your part. Yeah, that's a good point. You're taking you're a sacrifice, but every good deed, every morally good deed one does comes with some sort of sacrifice. You're a good man, Caleb. Yeah. Thanks, man. I think that's what this whole podcast has been about. <laughs> How good Caleb is. Caleb's <laughs> just been like, you can't recycle your food. We're not going to do that. They're like, no, just, please. Just we somebody, can save the just world. one good man yelling at two just men who just you know really what, want You know what one. podcast name definitely isn't taken? <laughs> You're a good man, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's my perception on it. It's the best that a consumer can do in a situation where businesses, whether it be media or grocery stores, are slowly monopolizing. I like that. I like that. And also, you're a good man. Thanks, man. Good man one day, I will Thanks, guys. Be Thank like you for uh, tuning in to You're a Good Man, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> also, otherwise called Poop. Uh, this, is, this is Caleb, and who cares about the rest of us? Um, <laughs> you're not even Korean. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.